0: You're a monster. Monsters, oh my
1: God. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How we doing? Good. Another week in the books. Yep. Some more injuries we got to talk about later. So we got some news. We got some trades that's taken place. But there's something I wanted to discuss with you. What's and that? we'll probably discuss it a little bit later as well. But jumping out on it firsthand. Khalil Herbert, man. Yeah. Looked amazing for Chicago this week. Yeah, he's a good running back. Yeah. We said that in all of our rookie rankings. That <laughs> We still were shocked that how late he went. Yep. Anyways. I don't know. I also happen to be the owner of, I always get him wrong, Damian Williams. Yep. I'm really nervous now. <laughs> like, because in my opinion, after a week like that, he should be able to get the starting job. Like, I mean, that's a, it was a big week.
0: It was a big week, but I mean, the week before that, it honestly wasn't that. Well, yeah, but it was, it was... They
1: were still splitting. I think it's still going to be a split. You think it's still going to split? Yeah. See, I don't know, man. I feel like he earned that now. That's all I got to say, man. I, I th- think he I might get like...
0: the more percentage share, but I still think Damien Williams, if he gets back from the COVID list, is going to see the receiving work.
1: Okay. Just interesting because, again, as the as the Damien Williams owner, like, that made me really nervous to see because... That was a heck of a week, and we are big Khalil Herbert fans, but... Yeah. Yeah. Do you see anything interesting that you liked from this past week?
0: This is for Dynasty Leagues. Okay. Ooh, Dynasty. Deep dynasty. Every time I watch the Vikings, I really do like K.J. Osborne. I mm-hmm. think he's a piece that can develop in the future and actually be a very good wide receiver in this league. Yeah. Uh, he had a pretty big week this past week. Yeah, we brought him up before. He's had a couple big weeks so far this season, but it's just... Unreliable target share in the offensive times. So you mm-hmm. just, in redraft leagues, like I'm, I'm never really concerned with him. But in dynasty leagues, if for some reason, if he's not already owned, I would pick him up and stash him or make like some lowball offers. You just kind of see what him. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Other thing, Jonathan Taylor's stat lines are starting to like wig me out. <laughs> I
1: like the fact that you said wig. Well,
0: how do you explain these? So three weeks ago, 16 carries for 103 yards. Yep. Last week wasn't great. 15 carries for 53 yards, but he had three receptions for 116 receiving yards. Then last week, 14 rushing attempts for 145 yards. What's going on? (laughs) Those are just too efficient, dude. (laughs) So Those and, are too efficient.
1: And so when he's not efficient on the ground, he's insanely efficient in the running game. Well, yeah. Or I in mean, the passing
0: game. That three receptions, 116 yards. That was pretty much all that one play. But right. it's like 70 so, yards or whatever. Yeah, he is. The past three weeks, he has been the efficient monster.
1: Well, honestly, dude, it's the only thing that's working on that team, in my opinion. But yeah, and they should probably give him the ball more. Yeah. Nick, more.
0: 14, you said 14 this past week? Rushing attempts, yeah. One yeah I mean, I feel like he should be getting at least 20. He hasn't had 20 touches in a game since week one.
1: That's ridiculous. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Fun. Well,
1: you know, all sorts of facts. That is crazy, though. Uh, you made me lose my train of thought. I didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't know. You brought that whole stat thing up. It confused me. Anything else that you saw from this past week? No. Yeah, nothing fun. A couple blowout games. A couple really bad games. But, uh... Real quick, guys, we want to give you a heads up again because it's coming up this week, if I'm not mistaken. Let me pull up the, the handy-dandy calendar. Facial ID, there we go. Yeah, Thursday. So it's coming up Thursday this week. Uh, it's that Standing Up for Black Mothers and Babies Award, the award event. Um, it is going to be all online, but it's through Generate Health. Uh, it's You're basically going to learn about the important work that they do to mobilize St. Louis to advance racial equity and maternal health. Um in maternal and infant health um if you are interested in wanting to support the organization uh the best way to do that, especially this coming week is to join this annual event uh it is thursday october twenty first It's from seven to eight fifteen um in the evening. It's only an hour and fifteen minutes. It is virtual, but tickets are limited. i think you, it's twenty five dollars you can purchase them. we'll put them out on our social media pages as we've done, so on and so forth. Um, But there's going to be a lot of really cool people there. Brian Owens is going to be a musician. You've got Mayor Jones that's going to be there talking about, you know, just the investment that uh, this uh, organization has done in the city of St. Louis There's going to be digital goodie bags um, from local black owned businesses and then even attendance prizes. So I know we're going to be attending. Um, It's going to be a really fun event. We would really hope to see you guys there. Uh, If you can't make it, you can also check out generate health on their website. And then you can also, uh, you know, look at just donating to them. Um, you can put it at, uh, the fantasy monsters on there as well that you're, uh, supporting on behalf of us and, uh, just check out generate health. But James, if they wanted to look at generate health, if they wanted to check out, uh, where we are putting all of their information, where could they find us at?
0: Uh, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Apple podcast, and the internet in general at, TFL Monsters or the Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monster Podcast.
1: Perfect. I forgot they also have silent auctions. I don't know why, but I feel like you always get some really cool deals at silent auctions. Yeah. So check out the silent auctions. I always like bidding for that stuff. So, um, but James, we do have some news we got to jump into. So we got monster news this week.
0: Uh, yeah. First piece, uh, Zach Ertz, Friday after their Thursday night game, was traded to the Cardinals for a fifth round pick. You su- Are you surprised? I'm surprised he finally got. I didn't think he was going to end up getting traded Now at this point. Fifth round pick, I feel like that's what they've been asking for this whole time. Yeah, but I feel like he's worth,
1: I mean, he's like a three-time pro bowler.
0: Yeah, but he's still not really that good. I feel like <laughs> they've still been throwing to him the ball too much lately. I think they were trying to showcase him. Could have. You Could know, have so. Um, Hopefully this is really good news for Dallas Goddard. I don't think this is good news for Zach Ertz.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, you're going into an offense that's just already very heavy, and the uses four wide receivers, a quarterback
0: that runs a lot, two running backs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot there already. So, I don't think if if you're a fantasy owner of Zach Ertz, Ertz, I don't see this being a positive move. Um, maybe just hold on, and see what happens. But
0: dynasty, you could hold on to him, redraft, just drop him. Yeah, sounds good. So Chris Carson was put on the IR. Uh CMC also put on the IR, so more life out of Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard?
1: Mm-hmm. Bake? Makes me mad because I just dropped him yeah. thinking that yeah. CMC
0: was coming back. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I think you picked him up, so you're welcome. Baker Mayfield dislocated his shoulder, and he's going to try and play through it. Well, he already did it once. Yeah, football is just a wild sport, man. Well,
1: I mean, Baker's a tough dude, but uh, I mean, I would rather, because he also dislocated it, I think, last week. They popped it back into place, that just went through and played the rest of the game, and then he dislocated again. So if I'm not mistaken, that's two weeks in a row with a with a issue with a shoulder. Might just want to rest and get it healthy so yeah. you can come back and play. <laughs> yeah,
0: that Maybe that's just me, though. Well, one person that's going to have some time to rest is uh, Dak Prescott. Yep. He has a calf sprain, but they're on by this week. Uh, they were going to evaluate it more because it happened so late in the game. We don't know mm. anything about it. So just keep your eyes posted on that one.
1: The only thing I saw today was that it's feeling better. Okay. You put you
0: read into that <laughs> what you will. Cream Hunt put on the IR. He's out that several sucks, weeks man. with a calf injury. And also Nick Chubb might not play week seven because of a calf injury. Yeah,
1: so apparently this calf injury is a lot more serious than we thought. For
0: Cream no, Hunt or Nick Chubb? No, for
1: Nick Chubb. Okay. Because I thought he was going to play this past week. That's why yeah, I put I him too. on my monster guys list. He ends up not playing at all. And it kind of shocked me. Well, they're also playing a Thursday night game this week. Yeah. So I know that time. Kevin Stefanski said that he's not going to rule him
0: out, but... I think he'll probably sit out.
1: Yeah. I mean, so if you're looking for an interesting play this week, Demetric uh, Felton is no, going to be... No, I
0: would go Darius really? Johnson, yes. Really? I would go Dimitri Felton. Felton doesn't have a rushing attempt on the season. On the guess. season. Dude, he can do it. Or, you know what? Trade he's Odell and just receiver. put him in the slot. Demetric Felton? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's stop him. They no. could do that anyway.
1: Yeah, they don't, I guess. I like Demetric Felton.
0: He's a, an okay pass catcher. He's not a good a, running back. Yeah,
1: Whatever. Continue.
0: Alex, yeah, Alex Collins dealing with a hip injury. He has a chance to play in week seven. If Alex Collins isn't out there, I think I go Travis Homer. Yeah. 5%. I think he was more impressive.
1: Is it, whatever happened to Rashad Penny?
0: Is he still on I this team? I think they're activating him on oh. <laughs> the IR right now. I think I saw reports Okay, I'm like, that. is he
1: still even on this team? Like, like literally, if he wanted to make a comeback, like now's literally the time to
0: do it. Yeah. It's now or never. <laughs> okay, so he, but he's still there. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. The Seattle still owns his rights.
1: Interesting. He's still on the team. Interesting.
0: Okay. Uh, Antonio Gibson will probably miss some time with a lower leg injury. This one sucks. Yeah. But uh, fire J D McKissick up. He yes. Gonna get Dude, a ton he's gonna get a ton. Yep. Yeah. Forty uh, ers quarterbacks undecided. Who's gonna play Week Seven? Jimmy Garoppolo finally showed up for practice after missing the last game today. Trey Lance was not there at practice today, so if I had to lean one way, I guess Jimmy.
1: I mean, honestly, I, I would it prefer doesn't... it, though. Like, yeah. Trey Lance has not looked overly... He hasn't done anything yeah. to warrant it. No, no. Like, he's not been... Oh, my God, he he's incredible. No, he's just been... He's been as good as Jimmy's been.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, Jerry Judy, likely out week seven. I saw like 50-50 chance that he plays this week. It's a Thursday night game. I think it'd probably just sit him. Just yep. sit him this one extra week. He's coming yep. off the IR. And then last piece of news uh, reports are Michael Thomas is still a few weeks away from that ankle injury. Mm.
1: So. He's officially able to come off the pup list, though, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so yeah, he's, he's not weeks. on the pup, though? He might still be on it. I don't know if they've taken him if off of taken it him yet, off it. but his injury is still...
1: That really sucks, man. Because they, I know they could really use a, they could use a Michael Tom. Anybody yeah, use they a Michael could Thomas. use Michael Yeah. But <laughs> that would be that would be nice. Yep. Anything else we got in monster news this week? That is all. All right. Monster. Monster. Jumping in with monster guys. Yep. Dude. All right. Let's do this. Uh, we were pretty spot on. No. Yeah. We were pretty spot on last week. That and with our DFS. So,
0: let's do it. Quarterbacks, who you got? I'm going Matt Ryan this week. Like, Matt Ryan is very, very, very interesting this week to me. I like him a lot. Did not get the volume down
1: in time, so. Hey, you're good. Just turn on the Bills game. Uh, past past yeah.
0: two weeks, we've seen him against Washington and the Jets. He played well. The offense seems like it's getting something to going, and they're playing Miami. And yeah, I mean, Miami outside of week one. sucks.
1: Outside of week one, Matt Ryan's not had... He's,
0: yeah, the Giants game off. wasn't great, but um, he hasn't had like an outright awful game.
1: Yeah, since week one. So, I mean, coming out of, uh, yeah, both of those past weeks, looking really good. Um, loving the touchdowns, man. Multiple touchdowns each and every week. Yep, Close to 300 yards each week. And I think they're starting to figure out how this offense is going to work with like a Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. They're going to hopefully have Calvin Ridley yeah, back Ridley this week back. too. Yep. Um. So just get some health. And this defense still isn't great. No. So they're going to have to throw the ball. Yeah. So love Matt Ryan this week. Yep. I've got Aaron Rodgers going against Washington. Um, One, yes, it's Aaron Rodgers. And yes, he's awesome. But dude, this defense is garbage against the pass game right now. Washington can barely stop the run. They can't stop the pass. Aaron Rodgers and that offense is going to have a big week.
0: Yeah. Let's move on to uh, running backs. I'm going to go Damian Harris here. Interesting. Hopefully, I think he is dealing with injury here, but uh, he looked really good last week. I think he's just going to continue that. He's just a good running back. Jets suck. So I'm taking my play here.
1: Yeah. You, you're not worried about Ramondre Stevenson at all? Nope. Not at all. Okay. Yeah. I think he only saw like 33% of snaps or something, um, but he got in a touchdown, which was kind of nice, but uh, I love Damian Harris. Uh, I've got Alvin Kamara, man. Yep. Yeah. Um, I love how you put on my cheat sheet against New Orleans,
0: but they are oh, New Orleans. I did, yeah, I did um, do that. They are playing Seattle, <laughs> so Sorry. so
1: thanks, thanks, man. Um, but yeah, they're playing Seattle. Seattle, we know what their offense used are their defense used to be. It's not that they've got some play wakers. Yes, Bobby Wagner's there. I think this is going to be a week for Alvin Kamara to kind of sh- come out of the shell a little bit. He's got yeah. one touchdown on the year.
0: Yeah, but the last week he did. He had a big game. Hopefully, you just traded for him like two weeks ago. When I told you to,
1: yeah, we did say trade for him. Um, I tried in a couple places, but they must listen to the podcast because they won't let him go. Um, wide receivers. I got Debo Samuel this week, man. Mm-hmm. Going against Indy again, man. Indy's uh, Indy's defense is not what we thought it was going to be this They're year. Third spot, yeah, They're yeah. Spotty. It's just all over the place. Debo off of the bye week. We'll figure out who's quarterback. And honestly, it's not mattered that much. He's big. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I mean Jimmy is the guy I would. I, I would. I want to after. have to, yes. yeah. I'm going DJ Moore. He had a lackluster game last week against Minnesota, had a couple drops, had a fumble in the game. Still saw incredible target shares in that game. And Giants' defense, especially in the secondary, Bradbury, he doesn't scare me. He's no. getting torched pretty much weekly at this point.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's weird because, like, their their defense is... I don't, I don't know what to say about Minnesota's defense. It's just weird. Um, you mean Giants? The Giants defense. Yes. Sorry. No, it's Minnesota, just weird. Just bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is bad. Because the Giants defense is another one of those defenses where, like, coming into the season, I'm yeah. like, dude, this defense well, is going to be great. The problem is,
0: we were, we were kind of talking about this earlier, there's a lot of good defenses. I mean, like, so there's a lot of defenses out there that aren't Great, but they have playmakers on the yes. team. Yeah. So they can yeah. have those moments like where, yes where yeah. they can make great plays from those playmakers, but on the whole, it's not great. Right. All right. Down tight ends. Yep. Who you got for tight ends? I'm going Darren Waller. Darren Waller has been pretty lackluster outside mm-hmm. of week one this season. I mm-hmm. think against Philly, they're gonna they're gonna go to him a lot.
1: Yeah. And I got uh Kyle Pitts. So kind of going with your Matt Ryan yes. team.
0: I just Miami. love the Falcons this week. I do.
1: Yeah, we love the Falcons' offense this week. Let's yes. not get this wrong. Uh, I think they're going to be able to torch Miami's defense. That again, one of those defenses that's yes. just not good, and they've got some secondary uh, people that are possibly on concussion and hurt. So we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, those are our monster guys for this week. All right, monster decision time. So we're going over quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs, tight ends again. So, we got four quarterbacks we want to discuss. First one up. Let's uh let's just talk Matt Ryan.
0: Yes. And if we we just got done talking about Matt Ryan a little bit, but uh my opinion hasn't changed. I love Matt Ryan this week. He should have a big big game this week. Miami's defense has been bad. Like real bad lately. The Falcons offense have been getting it going lately. They started using Kyle Pitts. Calvin Ridley's going to be back. Mm-hmm. I, Russell Gage, I think, is going to be back this week. I think it, it's starting to come alive, and I like Matt Ryan this week. I would definitely play Matt Ryan.
1: Yeah, Matt Ryan, is uh, he's going to be a boss this week, no doubt about it. We don't need to continue on it, but uh, definitely if he's out on a waiver wire and you need yeah, a spot need play. a stream, yep. Especially Dude. if, like,
0: Dak's on bye week this week. Yeah, us like, is on bye. Uh,
1: Pittsburgh's on bye. If well, you yeah, don't have Rob If
0: anyone started Ben Roethlisberger this season, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just knowing people on by. Josh Allen's on bye. Kirk Cousins is on bye. Justin Herbert's on bye. So there's a handful of quarterbacks that you could have potentially been starting that are on bye week this week. So, yeah, Matt Ryan's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, so, let's talk Sam Darnold. Darnold. Coming off two stinkers after having a great first month of the season, but he's playing the Giants. And we brought it up earlier. Giants defense has not been playing well this week, and if anyone watched what the Rams did to him last week, Mm -hmm. I know Sam Darnold is not Matthew Stafford, and the Panthers are not the Rams' offense. (laughs) Right. But they have playmakers on this team, and I I, I think you can stream Sam Darnold as well.
1: Yeah. um, But one thing that, I mean, DJ Moore, obviously... Uh, Robbie Anderson starting to frustrate the. Hell Robbie of Anderson
0: here, stinks at football. Yeah, he is just not good this season.
1: I don't all. even know if he's on our wide receiver list. No, I so just we'll just s- ch- we'll stop bothering to
0: talk about Robbie Anderson. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I don't know what happened with all
0: these drops, but drop you can just drop him off your team. Yeah, just, just get rid of him. Don't them. even have him.
1: Um, yeah, and yeah, move on. But DJ Moore, like,
0: yes, he just gets Should his act big, a little bit better, big, big game this week. A it bit was better from a last bad week. week. Yeah, it yeah, was a bad week.
1: And he still had
0: a decent fantasy day.
1: Would you? Would you start? Because Sam, Dar- I would, well, if Matt Ryan's out there, I'm not st- starting Sam. Oh, Darman. Matt Ryan,
0: uh, we have four quarterbacks on this list. Matt Ryan's clear head yeah. and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah.
1: All right, let's talk Derek Carr.
0: Okay. Derek Carr, been pretty consistent this entire season. Against Chicago, week five was a bad week. But last week against Denver, I mean, he scored two passing touchdowns in every game, except that game in Chicago. He's getting really good passing yardage so far in the season. It's against Philly. And Philly against defense not been very good this season. Tampa Bay just for most of that game did a lot through the uh, passing game and the Raiders used just everyone. They spread the targets out very evenly. I think this is going to be a big Waller week, but I do think you can stream Derek Carr.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going back over to, to my little defense uh, statistics. I mean, the Eagles aren't terrible, terrible against the pass. I mean, they're top 10 i I'm not a fan of Derek Carr this week, but um I don't know but i just I do like how how they played this past week though after everything that happened with you know John Gruden and all that b s yeah you know, so they come out and then kinda in my opinion dominate a little bit in that game. I do like where they're heading, and there might be something to be said about that, but uh. The Eagles, as far as a, as a whole, their whole defense isn't isn't yeah. that great, but I mean they are they're not bad against the pass. But, you know,
0: hit and miss. Last one on this list. Jameis yeah, Winston. You're guy. Can you stream Jameis Winston this week? It's at Seattle. It's the Monday night game, I believe. Back to back primetime games for Seattle without Russell Wilson. Honestly, though. Seattle, there have been talks that they're working out Cam Newton. Yeah, we ha- we, we see have heard a this. Cam Newton, Jameis Winston, Monday night football game on ESPN.
1: Even if they sign him, I don't think it's gonna. They're not playing him this week. It's not gonna happen.
0: That got me real excited. It did. That got I me can... real excited. Let's not That's... say what happened, but yeah. Um, Jamis, I get it. Jameis Winston, wildly inconsistent this year. He has a five passing touchdown game and a four passing touchdown game. Outside of those, hasn't really been good fantasy wise. Uh, he's keeping the turnovers down though which is nice.
1: Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have any five passing touchdown games and five interception yes.
0: games. No. Let's just give you a little... There. I mean, he has three games this season without an interception. Yeah. Congratulations, awesome. James Winston. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. But, I mean, it's real desperate. And my our dynasty league, I have Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, and James Winston. Yeah, I know. It's awful. But... I'm, I'm debating between those three still which one I'm going to play. James Winston... I'm... <sighs> you just have no idea what to expect because like he hasn't thrown for 300 yards in a game, which is not very James Winston. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, even his five touchdown game, he didn't even have 200 passing yards. No, he didn't have 150 passing yards. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it sound better because it's that much worse. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's been, it's very strange. Um, Usually he is having to throw a ton, but at the same time, they, you know, I don't, I don't know. They don't really have an Alvin Kamara when he was playing in Tampa. Yeah. So I don't know if that's helping, but honestly, I do like Jameis playing against Seattle this week. Seattle just coming off of the this terrible game we saw yesterday. Geno Smith looked awful. That's why they're going out now looking at Cam Newton um, to be able to bring in, because obviously if he would have played well, you don't need to bring in Cam Newton.
0: Yeah, that uh, fumble hurt. That it's, fumble hurt. Yeah, it
1: just, it it looked rough. And that defense didn't look that much better. So, honestly, man, if I'm ranking these, I'm taking Matt Ryan. I would shoot, take a shot with Jameis Winston as second, and, and then Sam Darnold third, and I'd probably put Derek Carr last if okay. I was looking at streams I think I'd
0: go Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold, Jameis, and then Derek.
1: Yeah, that's fine. But, honestly, I, uh, I wouldn't start I Derek Carr Matt this week.
0: Ryan. I love Matt Ryan. It feels good to say that I love Matt Ryan this week. <laughs>
1: we both do. That's fine. All right, let's move on. All right, running backs, our monster decisions for this week. Let's start with the Broncos, man. Let's talk uh, Melvin Gordon, Javonta Williams.
0: Yeah. Which one you want to talk about first? I don't care. You can pick. Well, it doesn't matter. They're the exact same.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: They're both just low-influx plays. Melvin Gordon somehow a top-20 running back on the season. But looking at them, they're just, like, not that great. I think it's really just that week one performance that has... Such a point edge on Javante Williams, but lately it's been so close, so right down the middle between these two's workload and mm-hmm. usage. What's who sees what, where they see it at. I still think Javante Williams is a better running back, 100%. But yeah, they're just not going to hand it over to him yet.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, man, they're looking at one seeing you know a little over 50 percent, the other one's close to 50 as yeah. far as snaps. You know, 11 attempts, you know, for Williams versus, you know, 10 for Melvin Gordon. They each saw three targets and they each caught three balls. So, I mean, they're literally so stupid close. Mm -hmm. Like there's, I don't even, like this is the epitome of what we hate about having a committee. Yeah. (laughs) Because you can't, you can't pick either one. Honestly, I have Javante Williams on my team and he won't see the field until this changes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna play, I honestly I don't care which one you play, but they're both just low end plays. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I wouldn't play either one. That's just my opinion, okay. and, which is why he'll sit on my bench. But I'm not saying get rid of him because I do think at some point we're just a small injury away. Well, from yeah, Javante Melvin Williams Gordon's taking over. been
0: dealing with injuries, like he was questionable going into last week's game. But even like, but still, like Javante Williams could get hurt, and then Melvin Gordon could just take right, it over right, too, right,
1: so. right. Well, and if I'm not mistaken... Neither uh, Melvin of them Gordon, are
0: bad... Like, Melvin Gordon's not a bad running back. He's no. had stretches where he's looked very good this year.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Again, week one was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Jets week three was really good. Um, but, I mean, he's still dealing with that hip, if I'm not mistaken. So, he's been limited this week. Mm-hmm. We'll, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see.
0: He's one of those veteran players who, if he show if he practices, that's a rare occurrence.
1: Yeah, it must be nice when you get to that level, right? Yeah. All right, let's go uh, Let's go talk to Ernest Johnson.
0: Yeah, let's talk Cleveland running backs, and this is in case Nick Chubb doesn't play. Because if Nick Chubb plays, neither of these really matter, and you play Nick Chubb. Yeah, 100%. So who would you pick if you want to pick either of them, if Nick Chubb's not out there? Because Kareem Hunt will also be gone. So, I mean... Little fact, so Dearness Johnson has not really played at all this season. Right. like at all. We've had some stretches last year where he's looked pretty good. Pretty much anyone in this backfield looks good. They just are a very good running team. Yeah. Yeah. My problem is Demetric Felton. He's played in every game for the Browns this season, except week one. He didn't have a snap. He hasn't seen one rushing attempt all season.
1: That is true. We just talked briefly about this earlier. And uh when I went and looked at all of his statistics, you know, I'm even looking at like just his snap percentages and like his snap percentages for playing in every game mm-hmm. is still really bad. Oh yeah. It's very. it's And long. outside of the receiving work, he's not really getting much. He's got one touchdown of the year. I do like Dimitri Felton a lot. I think he's very, very talented if you get him in space, he's um, okay.
0: but I would go <sighs> Darianis Johnson. You got to start in one of these running backs. I think he will see the vast majority he's of the, the more running back attempts. style. Yes. And he's proven it before in the past. He can handle it somewhat. They're playing Denver, though. It's a Thursday night game. I, I don't, honestly, I don't, I won't, I don't want to play either of them.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would, I would pick up during this challenge. I Johnson. think
0: there's a chance Denver blows the Browns out in this game. Baker looks shaky dealing with the injury. No Kremont, mm-hmm. no Nick Chubb. I think that's really going to hurt.
1: And honestly, if, if Cleveland's wanting to make a good playoff run, I don't think Baker or, um, or Chubb play, should play yeah. this week. Mm-hmm. You still got plenty of games here. Um, sitting them both a week wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. And if that Which happens, sucks like is their
0: bye week is until week thirteen. Yeah, so they still got a long ways to go.
1: Yeah, I mean it's still gonna be. It would be it would be rough, but. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah, uh, no one sounds good. That works. I'll take that. Okay. Next guy. All right, J D. McKissick. Yeah,
0: McKissick. We just Jeez. put him on here. Because the Antonio Gibson injury, but this is a no question. J.D. McKissick is going to be a great play player this week. Great play. Yep. He's been playable with Antonio Gibson half the games he's seen, he's played this season. Yep. In the game last week where Antonio Gibson was in and out of the lineup, J.D. McKissick saw 61%, 61% of the snaps. Still had eight rushing attempts, which isn't a lot, but for 45 yards and 10 targets for eight receptions and 65 yards. The passing game has not looked great in the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke wasn't the best call last week for us.
1: No, that wasn't.
0: But J.D. McKissick is going to get a lot of volume in this game. Enzo might be hard to find, but between the receptions and the yardage, it's going to be a good play.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind, guys. Like and this, Green
0: Bay should just bury Washington. Yeah, they should bury him.
1: And and keep in mind, guys. Like this defense for Washington is not what it not used what to be. People thought it was going to be. It, this it's year. definitely not. Chase They're going to have to pass the ball
0: on that defensive line, but yeah.
1: They're but they're going to have to pass the ball a lot, and the thing with J.D. McKissick is not only can he run between the tackles, he can be excellent in the receiving game. I do not see a way where he still won't have at least ten or eleven targets this next this, this coming. Oh round.
0: yeah, it'll be around ten, and I'd expect like twelve rushing attempts somewhere around there. Yeah, because they do still have Jared Patterson, who I did like his take yeah. coming out of college. He's just
1: which he was a preseason like superstar yeah
0: he's he, he can make <laughs> plays but he's just seen like nothing on the season so far so right. i still think mckissick's gonna see and like still, that 60 percent
1: i know we talked about this on like our rookie preview for him just thanks for bringing jared patterson up but they kept saying that he can't catch the ball he can't catch the ball well dude all preseason what was he doing he was catching the ball he so has I,
0: two catches on the year
1: i'm so. yeah but i'm talking about yeah. in preseason though like they, they were throwing to him a lot Guys, don't be surprised if Jared Patterson comes out and does something too. He could see like, it. Won't be yeah. as good as J.D. No, McKissick, no. but I still think he's very entertaining. I, um, I, I to like watch. this tape a lot. Yeah, if well, you want to watch some that, like incredible eight college tape or whatever yeah, for Buffalo, yeah, he it's
0: had like so re- twenty-eight <laughs> touch, like twenty-one touchdowns last. He, yeah, look, yeah, look up Jared Patterson <laughs> collegiate stats <laughs> yeah, and just then go, watch the
1: tape. Go enjoy. We'll put it that way. Man among boys. God, it wasn't even fair. Yeah, that was that was good stuff. All right, let's go talk Atlanta running backs. We got Mike Davis, Cordell Patterson. What do you think of Mike Davis this week?
0: Well, the last time we saw him, he actually uh, scored double-digit points for the first time. He has been no. so consistent with his point output. All of his points have been between 8.7 and 10.1. That is, I mean, you want consistent. It's just not good, but it is wildly consistent. Mm-hmm. Not playing him. He still sees a ton of the snap percentage. Gets good work. He's just He's been in the end zone once on the ground, once through the air. And I think this is going to be a game where Falcons pass the ball. I mean, he could definitely find himself in the end zone on this game. But the other problem is they have another running back there, Cordell Patterson, who's not really running back. The last game we saw, he finally got some rushing attempts, 14 attempts. Still, though, seeing a ton of targets. I think Cordell Patterson's volume can change a little bit coming down. Because of Russell Gage coming back, Calvin Ridley back, Kyle Pitts more heavily utilized in this offense. Mm-hmm. But uh, I play; I'd still play Cordell Patterson as a flex play in this game. I'm, I do not want to play Mike Davis.
1: No, I I have no interest in Mike Davis. Uh, it's really disappointing, even though he is seeing the higher snap percentages, and he's the more traditional running back. Yeah. But again, like we just said about like J D. McKissick, like Cordell Patterson is just being extremely efficient in the passing game. And if you're playing PPR, even half point, like getting that amount of targets and that amount of receptions, when you're getting five to seven receptions a game, like that's just going to be extremely helpful. And Mike Davis isn't getting in any, well, he's gotten some, but he's not getting that consistently. No. And, uh, you know, even though I just think Cardell
0: Patterson's better than Mike Davis.
1: Yeah, I just don't know if they're really a running team, no, to be oh, honest. No, they're not. So like they're to not. me it doesn't really matter. It's all about their passing no. game. Because if you look at Mike Davis, like he's been efficient most of the most games. Like, you know, he he's been average. Four, yeah, but four yards a carry is not bad. No, yeah, that
0: that's like the bar. Yeah. That's like the bar. But
1: like if you're hitting the bar, like they weren't hitting the no, bar before.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> still not great. I'm just I'm just saying, like, that's not terrible. I mean, on the season he's running for three point six seven yards per carry. I mean three point two nine, my bad. Yeah, but again, they're not a running team, so no, they're not. But yeah,
1: so I would play Cordell Patterson, Patterson. if if you have Mike Davis, man, I, I wouldn't even keep him.
0: No, Mike Davis is just one of those. I guess you could throw him in a trade to make it seem like, well, you're getting an extra like more players, but
1: i want to throw some money in there too because, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. what I, I don't think you're really gonna. I just put money in there instead of Mike Davis. Yep. All right, let's go chat about Michael Carter.
0: Yeah, this one's actually interesting. Past two times we've seen him against Tennessee and Atlanta, week four and week five. They're coming off a bye week, so... Mm-hmm.
1: hopefully they got some crap figured out. Traditionally,
0: yes. Bye weeks coming off can be big things for rookies. They could be more heavily implemented in the offense. hmm And uh, his snap percentages have been going up every week of the season. His um, volume has been going up every week of the season. He's hasn't been efficient yet, but... It's the Jets. Volume's going to matter more here. He's coming off back-to-back games with touchdowns. Do you want to play Michael Carter at all?
1: Um, I would like to see what he does this this coming it's week. at New England. If I'm playing him, it would be in a flex, obviously. It would be
0: a low in flex. But it
1: would be, yeah, it'd be a low in flex. But I like the fact that he has found the end zone both weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's starting to see each week is kind of more increased as far as a snap percentage. Um, yes. So that's that's good. He still needs more
0: volume, though. He needs he more
1: does. volume since his efficiency isn't that high. No,
0: uh, you know. But again, know this, running back this on this team. team's efficiency is good.
1: And well, and on the fact that you know this offensive line, you know, with Macai Becton out, like it's just not, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I do like Michael Carter. Um, at least you know, playing New England this week, right? Yep.
0: In yeah. New England. Yeah, maybe not a great start,
1: but I yeah, would, I would I think hold on just, to
0: him. You know, yeah, keep him on your bench, but I, I find it hard to feel confident playing him. In yeah, pretty not, much maybe situation. not this week. He's got so, Indy in a few weeks. Yeah. So I'll play him that week. <laughs> Same game, though, Damian Harris. <laughs> yep. Play him. Play him, play him, play him. He's a guy who just doesn't see a lot of the snap percentage on his team, but he gets all the rushing attempts. And is very good. Last week, 18 rushing attempts, 101 yards, got in the end zone. He's seen a handful of targets on the season. I just I love this matchup against the Jets. He should see around twenty carries in this game. I think he could have a big game.
1: Yeah, I do love I we've we've been fans of Damian Harris since even last season where we were just like, This dude's stupid efficient. Yeah. Like, why is he not getting, you know, more touches and like why? And there's
0: a lot of running backs on by this week that people are going to be needing to fill. You got Zeke on by, Dalvin Cook on by, Najee Harris on by, Austin Eckler on by, James Robinson on by. So that's a lot of running backs.
1: Oh, crap. That's right. Yeah, I got to I gotta look at my bye weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, Damian Harris is like, he's a great filler, but I also think that like moving forward, he's an RB2 this week. I, I think he can be an RB2. Yeah, I definitely think so. Especially in this offense where it's, You know, Mac Jones hasn't really the passer that we maybe, I shouldn't say we, I wasn't a fan, but that people thought he would be. He's just
0: mediocre. He is just, that's what his tape kind of screamed out in college. And the only thing I would
1: like to see is getting, uh, getting some more, um, uh, targets. Yeah. That's just not going to happen, dude. Yeah. It's just not.
0: That's why he doesn't. Yeah.
1: And I don't want to see Ramondre Stevenson, uh, continuing to get, uh, to get more touches. Yep.
0: So, we won. Baltimore
1: running backs. Yeah, let's go Latavius Murray first. Isn't that who you wanted to go
0: first? I don't want to talk about the Ravens running backs.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then let's skip it. But can
0: we Can we skip it? Yeah, why'd you put him on the list? Because we need to talk about them, but oh, I just okay. don't want to. Uh,
1: I don't know which is better. You so, can just take a guess. Uh, yeah, Latavius
0: Murray saw nine rushing attempts last week for 44 yards and a touchdown. Devonta Freeman saw nine rushing attempts for 53 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Freeman was on the field more. I mean, uh, Murray was on the field a little bit more. Tyson Williams, healthy scratches now. I guess if you pick one, it's Latavius Murray, but I don't want to pick one.
1: Yeah. Dude, you also forgot to mention Le'Veon Bell, by the way.
0: Yeah, he did. uh, Wasn't his a receiving touchdown he got?
1: No, man. He was a rushing touchdown.
0: I thought he was a wide receiver. Did anyone else else think he was a wide receiver? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was a wide receiver out there.
1: Yeah. He actually looked really tall out there, too. Like is he normally He how tall? Oh, he he's is six, six one. one, so he is that tall.
0: Okay, so yeah, that
1: that works. But yeah, anyways, no, he had eight uh, eight attempts for eighteen yards and a touchdown. So. Yeah,
0: he's definitely the last one I would start on this team. <laughs> if I had to pick one, it's Murray, but that's a low influx play.
1: Yeah, I have Latavius Murray. Then all this just really took I've me. I've had off. him
0: this entire season in Dynasty, I've yet to play him.
1: Yeah, I haven't played him either. No, I played him one week. And it, it was uh week four against Denver, so it was one of his better weeks, but still <laughs> just his garbage. Yep. Are we done with them? Yes. So we can okay, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Uh
0: Miles Sanders. Yeah, uh don't play him. Nope. He just can't like his efficiency has been pretty good this season in every game. His problem is he's just not seeing any work. And they just mm-hmm. did not run the ball last week against Tampa. They had no chance. Tampa got up early. All the running came from Jalen Hurts. Had two rushing touchdowns in that game. Miles Sanders does not have a touchdown on this season. Yep. He scored over seven points once, and that was week one. hmm Do not play.
1: Yeah, if you remember at the do beginning of the play. year, man, we, we said stay away from Miles Sanders. Like yeah. we did we wanted nothing to do with it.
0: And it's this wasn't even a Kenneth Gainwell had no. more. He Kenneth Gainwell did nothing last week, surprisingly, mm-hmm. in that game. He did nothing.
1: Right. Like I'm actually more of a fan of Kenneth Gainwell. In fact, he's actually higher. I still Ranked. think
0: Sanders is the better running back, like between the tackles, but Kenneth Gainwell just he is a very explosive player. Yeah. Yeah. You go Las Vegas. Yeah, same let's go
1: game.
0: Uh, same game, yeah. Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake. You play Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs has not been efficient on the ground this season, but he's been getting in the end zone a lot. He's that guy for them. This team is able to move the ball and every week he's played except one, he's given you double digit points. You just you just keep rolling him out there. It's not going to be spectacular. Maybe he'll have a two-touchdown game, maybe get close to 100 yards. But uh, a couple of the games he's seen the receiving work, you just got to play him. It's just not pretty. Yeah. And- I do
1: think it's going to get better, though. Um, but I still thought it was so strange that they brought in Kenyon Drake. Uh, you know, this... Off season, who
0: but, we can talk about finally yeah. had a good game yeah. he uh, had four rushing attempts well, just because he scored two touchdowns yeah he that. had four rushing attempts and two targets he caught got in the end zone twice yeah so that's why yes. he had a good game don't play him Yeah, you want to know the week before that against Chicago he had uh, 1.1 points mm-hmm. and the week before that he had .2 points mm-hmm. don't play him yeah I know okay now let's go to where I know Caleb wants to talk about this yes the bears running back situation. Yes, let's because do it. Damien Williams did not get to play last week because he was on the covid list. Yeah, idiot. technically still on the covid list. So, but it should be able to come off Yeah, of I'm by, I'm assuming he's going to be there. So let's talk about Khalil Herbert and Damien Williams. Yeah. So
1: Damien Williams, I mean, he had had back-to-back really good weeks, you know. Well, I shouldn't say really good, but you like mean Khalil Herbert. No, Damien Williams. 15 I mean, points, 16 points, those are fine weeks.
0: Yeah. I think one of those was with Montgomery still there.
1: Yeah, David. Well, that was the week that he got hurt, (laughs) I think. Um, But anyways, like he's had two fine weeks, found the end zone both weeks. Didn't get to play. uh, Didn't get to play
0: against Green Bay last week.
1: Yeah, didn't get to play against Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, 16 rushing attempts uh, when we did see him last against Vegas. Saw some receiving work, but Man, dude, I just can't get over the fact that like, like, we yes, love Khalil Herbert. Herbert looks really and good. He had out a there. great
0: game. He did. I just don't think they're going to c- give him all the work just to one guy. I think it's going to be a split again.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at the split against Vegas, um, Khalil Herbert actually outsnapped Damian Harris. Yeah, he did. 53 48. So it is very interesting.
0: He only got ended up getting two more touches. He's been more efficient in both games. He just doesn't see the receiving work. Mm -hmm. if I had to pick one I'd probably go Damian Williams just because of that receiving work they're playing Tampa Bay it's not the best matchup you know Tampa's going to score so I think I lean Damian Williams but it's close if Khalil Herbert does have another good game here and David Montgomery is missing more time then I'll be much more in the Khalil Herbert train but as far right now I think they're both mid to low influx plays
1: yeah yeah Yeah, it just sucks because, you know, if you went and thought like, oh, man, Damian Williams is going to be a boss with David Montgomery. (laughs) yep. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Y'all forgot about this guy. Okay. Uh, Let's go Elijah Mitchell.
0: Yeah. Playing Indy. Good matchup. Great matchup. I think he's a flex play because last week, week five against Arizona, I believe Trey Sermon saw one carry in that game. I, th- I think I'm, I think Elijah Mitchell is their guy right now, and mm-hmm. I think you play Elijah Mitchell as a flex play.
1: Yeah. So I said that at the beginning of the season, um, you know, because everybody was, oh, Trey Sermon, you know, going to to San Francisco, he's going to be amazing. And I said no. Uh, everything coming out of the draft and everything that I was hearing out of San Francisco was, dude, they loved Elijah Mitchell. They just loved him. It fit the offense. It fit the scheme that they were really wanting to play. And you're seeing it right now. He's starting over a guy that was drafted like three rounds ahead of him. Like, I mean, it's insane. Uh, He's efficient when he's in there um, outside of one game against Philly where he wasn't that great. But uh, I'm taking my shot with Eliza Mitchell coming back. I think he's going to be fine. He gets this receiving work as well.
0: Dun, dun, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a flex play I don't yeah. feel great about it because San Francisco could still just tra- it could be a tracer it really could, it could. you never know what they're going to be doing but it could
1: but yeah. this I mean if you're going to play him though like I love this matchup against Indy it would be a really really good time to toss him in there in a flex yeah
0: last person on the list Alex Collins yes this one's easy if he's out there you play him. It's 100%. a tough matchup against New Orleans, but he did just play Pittsburgh. And had a very... I mean, he was good out there. He was definitely the best part of the Seahawks offense. 20 mm-hmm. carries, 101 yards, got in the end zone. He's still got some juice. Yeah. He's been around the league a while. He's been on a few different teams. Well, he's only 27. Yeah. That's a old running back, though. Yeah. I mean,
1: we just talked about Damian Williams. He's 29.
0: Yeah, but a lot... Yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Outliers, <laughs> okay. Outlier, you play Alex Collins if he's healthy.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm totally fine with it. I I thought he looked amazing in this mm-hmm. Pittsburgh game. Um, I wish he would have done a little bit more on the receiving side, but um, you know, you don't really need to when you got two stud wide receivers out there. But you know, yeah, whatever.
0: if he's not out there though, who do you Homer Travis Homer? Yeah, I think I lean Homer too. DJ Dallas. Not that I don't like DJ Dallas. Yeah, I feel like he's just more... He's just big, The dude. receiving...
1: Uh, T.J. Dallas is, like, huge, isn't he? Yeah, 214 5-10, and 510. He's
0: like a little, like... it's Like a little rock. That's tough. Which one I'd prefer more over Homer or Dallas? I don't think it matters. If Alex Collins isn't out there, I don't think either of them are good enough to go against New Orleans run defense.
1: Well, let's just put it this way. Yeah, I mean, if we're just talking about this one week, if Alex Collins isn't playing, I'm not playing anyone on this offense. Well, running back wise, yeah, yeah, no I chance. agree. And I mean, even then, like wide receiver wise, you're not going to sit either one of those
0: guys. But like, you know, I'm what, not going to be happy you know to play. What, running him. back, I'd be interested in playing though if they signed him. Cam Newton. <laughs> Gosh, please sign Cam Newton, dude. You just. You need
1: another Dynasty Do you still have him in Dynasty? No. Oh, okay. No. I didn't know if you still did. Nope. You keep hanging on to these guys thinking that they're going to do something again, so you never know. I hope they sign him just for your sake,
0: but... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't pick him up or anything like that. I just want to see Cam Newton. I'll
1: I know that a lot, of, a lot of teams are kind of not interested in Cam Newton because he won't get the COVID shot. Okay. So, I'm just saying, like, not that it should be that big of a deal, but apparently it is when you look at quarterback rooms and... You know, not wanting to miss games, but, you know, Wilson can't play anyway, so. <laughs> yep. Wide receiver
0: decisions.
1: Yep. We got some fun ones to talk about, man. Yeah. Uh, let's
0: start with Tim Patrick. Yeah. Do you play Tim Patrick this week? I feel like Actually, you have to. Yeah. Honestly, he scored double-digit point. He hasn't scored more than 12 points in a week, but he scored double-digit points every week except week four against Baltimore. He's seen around six targets per game. He's catching over about around half of those. Got gotten the end zone three times. He looks good out in the field.
1: Yeah. And I think it,
0: he's a flex player.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll, I would definitely like, here's the thing, man. It, he, is he going to win you a Judy week? Judy should no. not be there. This yeah. Judy's week too, not going to so. be there. But if is he going to win you this week? Probably not. No. But he's going to guarantee you at least like 13, 14 points. I'd, I'd say 10, but yes. Okay. Well, I'll say a little bit higher than that. I'll go 12. We'll just say 12, 13. Somewhere through there. But, I mean, usually when he's not getting in the end zone, he's seeing pretty high volumes and uh, sounds good to me. Yeah. I mean, and they're playing uh, Cleveland, Cleveland this week
0: and which I I, I I lean more on the side that Denver's gonna do what they want against Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland's I, still got a pretty good defense, but they do, but
1: everyone's getting hurt. I mean, they just lost, uh, I always say his last name, but Olusu Koromoa as yeah, well. So, Korma, yeah, Olusu Koromoa. Yeah, the the we're still name. missing another name. He's got like whatever. Um, but he's a beast. Maybe dude. that's why he, he like leaves the team in tackles. Yeah. like.
0: And he fell in the draft too. Yeah,
1: he did. So um, but yeah,
0: I love Tim Patrick this week. Yep. Same game. Odell Beckham.
1: I'm out. Yeah. Here's why. Even if Baker's playing, like
0: I just don't. Odell was in and out of this game too with. Yes. Um, yes.
1: And I don't think he's even uh, I don't think he um, did anything today for practice. No. Yeah. Obviously. But he, again,
0: he is one of those players. And it's a so. shoulder, right? Wasn't it a shoulder? It is uh
1: Yes. Shoulder. So that makes me nervous. But, yeah, um, I think
0: you sit him. I think you sit him until he does something in back-to-back games. And Denver's not a good matchup. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm out, I'm out on Odell this week. Okay, this one is actually really interesting. Let's do it. Jalen Waddle, baby. Yeah, do you trust Jalen Waddle now? Well, do I trust?
1: I, I trust him. Do you? I, I Yeah, I trust Jalen Waddle. I just don't trust... Uh,
0: he hasn't... I mean, he's had some bad games this season. Yeah, but how much of that is his fault? Some of it. I mean, yeah, obviously some of it. But
1: I still would... Pl- I would... I'm blaming more of the offense in general.
0: What I like is he's had two games with 13 targets and another game with eight targets in the season. But I don't know why then he sees games with four targets and six targets and five targets.
1: Yeah, and some of those matchups are good matchups, like Indy. And
0: how was he a dink and dunk player in the NFL? I was not expecting him to be a dink and dunk player in the oh. NFL. He got 10 passes for 70 yards this past week. Seven yards per catch. He got in the end zone twice, so mm-hmm. he had a good game. Do you play him this week against Atlanta?
1: So normally I would say yes. Obviously it's Atlanta's defense. I'm not a fan of Atlanta's defense. I think he's a flex play this week.
0: But yeah, you can't put him nice as a two. It see Gusecki also had a good game last week against Jacksonville. Same with Waddle. Mm-hmm. I Honestly, think Jacksonville and Atlanta's defense are comparable. I think Waddle you can throw out there as a flex play.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it, 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 to me it's it just comes down to two and the rest of this offense. Like I mean, that's where, where I, are are I don't the like big
0: plays out of Waddle. Like we saw. in college Where's the big all those plays years? out
1: of Tua? Like no, like I mean, yeah. again, it, it still starts with your quarterback. Tua has not looked good.
0: Yeah, okay, but they're not. Waddle needs to run routes. Going well, it's that not way. him. I mean, He'll it's the,
1: it's the team. Line. Like if they're having him run all these little routes, it's not his fault. Well, that's
0: not Tua's fault either.
1: Wow, ah, true. But I'm just saying.
0: I don't. Waddle, I don't like it in general. Waddle fucks play against Atlanta. Yeah, move on. All right, Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder. Yeah, talk Jets. Yep. Corey Davis has had himself a couple games this season, and he's had a couple other bad games this season. Crowder has played in two games so far this year. One of them was good. Do you play either of them, both of them, neither of them? They're playing at New England. And they've already played New England once this year. New England shut Corey Davis down week two. He had Mm -hmm. five targets in that game, two receptions for eight yards. Jameson Crowder did not play in that game.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but keep in mind, I mean, it wasn't just Corey Davis. They shut
0: down the oh, whole yeah, entire no, offense. Yeah. And if I had to pick one here, I st- think I still lean Corey Davis.
1: Yeah, I'm still going to go Corey Davis, but keep in mind, man, I do really like Jameson
0: Crowder. <laughs> James Crowder is a he, He's a target very, hog. He's just one of those veteran wide receivers. That yeah, just but he's a target hog, man. Out.
1: And he's going to quickly, I think, gain the trust, um, you know, of Zach Wilson. But— I think this go-around, man, like, Zach Wilson needs to get kind of his stuff together, but uh, I would play Corey Davis uh, probably as a flex. Low influx. Yeah, and I probably wouldn't put Crowder out there this week. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Same game. Yep. You playing any receivers for the Patriots? Not a chance. Yeah, same. No.
1: Uh, uh, Nelson Aguilar obviously since week one he's been
0: garbage you can drop him in my opinion yeah um, Kendrick Bourne the other guy who they brought in free agency uh, he caught one pass last week for 75 yards and a touchdown Yep. that was it that's all he's done pretty much all season
1: yeah they're just they're not really passing the ball this isn't a passing it's run first now yep. very very run heavy
0: if I had to pick one it's Jacoby Myers yep. which honestly well, or let a me tight double end. check something isn't Hunter how Yeah many... I'm glad I double checked this because I had a feeling you know what's funny? Jacoby Myers doesn't have an NFL touchdown to his name yet. No, he doesn't. He's no. playing a lot of NFL games. He's yeah. got a lot of NFL passes. He has over 1,000 yards in his NFL career. Keep in
1: mind, dude, he had an 18-point week, and it wasn't because of a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he had 14 targets, <laughs> nine receptions on 94 yards. Yeah, and half-point,
0: that was like 13.9.
1: Oh, it's true. I'm in PPR. Are you doing half-point? Mm-hmm. Right, good, good call. Yeah, still, I don't want
0: to start anyone. Even in such a good matchup, I think Damian Harris is going to have his way, and we'll get to tight ends later. Yeah. it's at least somewhat interesting. But. Yeah.
1: Hunter Henry, dude. Three weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Cincinnati. Let's talk uh, T.
0: Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Uh, both were real bad last week. In a game against Detroit, I thought at least one of these guys was going to pop off. Neither of them did. T. Higgins out targeted Boyd two to one. Boyd saw three. Higgins saw six. I'm playing one at Baltimore. Baltimore's defense has played well Mm -hmm. recently. Very well. They shut the Chargers down. That one really shocked me. Yeah, dude, that was insane, man. They were like the first team to actually shut down Mike Williams. I remember because I'm
1: playing you this week, and you have Justin Herbert, and I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. I think he came out with 13 points. Like That was insane.
0: If I'm picking one... It'd be Higgins, but I don't think you play either of these guys this week, Higgins or Boyd.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely out on both, but yeah, if you have to play one, I'd play Higgins Again, as well. Again, there are
0: a lot of player like important fancy players on by this week, so you are going to have those decisions like Stephon Diggs, the Bills, they're on by. Yep. Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, they're on by. Vikings, yep. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, they're on by. Steelers, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, yep. Chargers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jaguars, Marvin Jones. That's a lot of wide receivers that people have been starting pretty much every week. Yep, they're all gone this week that are on bias. So you are going to have to go down to the bottom of the barrel in some cases. If I had to pick one, it's Higgins. But
1: yeah, I would play Higgins too because I think he'll get the the higher target share. Yep. But you know, T Higgins has had some drop issues this week uh, this year too. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, it it I
0: mean, taper expectations. Let's go, Marquise Brown. Yep, same game, Marquise Brown. Last week, not a good week. I still think he played him this week as a low-end wide receiver two flex play. That was
1: a tough week coming off the week he had beforehand.
0: Yeah. And it's also Marquis. Wow, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Rashad Bateman played his first NFL game last week. Nothing spectacular. I've been waiting to uh, see how that was going to interact with Mm -hmm. Marquise Brown. Really didn't affect anything. Bateman saw six targets, but he only caught four of them for 29 yards.
1: Yeah, the six targets was nice, though.
0: Yeah, that that is nice. Uh, that's about the average. Marquise Brown sees a little bit higher of an average than that per game. But I do think they're going to be utilized differently, and I still think you keep rolling Marquise Brown out there until proven otherwise. He'll be an inconsistent player just because he's still... He's had a couple games where he's seen 10 targets in a game, but most weeks he's around that 5-6.
1: Part. Yeah, but he's got a pretty decent matchup coming up here with Cincinnati, so...
0: Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah Cincinnati's fine. another one of those defenses, man, that can kind of they turn the it on Yeah, they do. Like, yeah. I feel like that's how most of the defenses in the league they, you are. You've said
1: this so many times, man. You, they're a fun team to watch. They
0: are. The Bengals are a fun team to watch.
1: <laughs> there it is again. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Vegas. Let's... Uh, Henry Ruggs. Let's chat with Henry Ruggs. Yeah,
0: Henry Ruggs is... I'm going to call him the uh, two-touch guy because if he, if he gets two catches in a game, you'll probably... He's probably been good enough to play in most weeks. Like yeah. he, if he gets those two deep passes, he catches them, he's good. <laughs> Outside of that, I'm not playing any other receiver. I Brian do. Edwards, he looks like he looks good. Just throwing the ball more. Yeah. Like, did anyone see that big play he had going down the sideline? Yeah. Hunter Renfro not playing him. If I'm playing any rugs, it's not a terrible matchup against Philly. He's just got to catch the deep passes.
1: Yeah. I love looking at his stat totals, dude. So his yards per catch, week 1 23, week mm-hmm. 2 22, week 3 19, 4 20, Seven, 17 against Cincinnati or Chicago, but then 32 was his yards per catch. Yep. Against Denver. Like again, that's how he is. He's he's a deep threat guy and he'll catch a couple passes deep and then that's about all you're going to get from him. And I think that's why it's frustrating us is because Brian Edwards
0: can be that yep. and more. Well, honestly, him and Brian Edwards see about the same targets every week. It's just Henry Ruggs is a little bit deeper down the field. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It just sucks because I do like Brian Edwards a I lot. I do too. And I know he, you do. he's
0: not a perfect player. Like, he'll have a drop every now and then, but I still wish they threw him the ball more.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Michael Pittman.
0: Yeah. Coming off a—well, of, week five, Baltimore was going on when we were talking— that was a Monday night game, and we said play him last week because he was looking good in that game, and he was good, and he was very good in that Baltimore game. Last week against Houston, three targets for two receptions for 35 yards. I know Paris Campbell caught a big, deep pass, which Paris Campbell is now dealing with an injury. I believe he's going to be out for some time. You play him at San Francisco, Michael Pittman. I don't know, man. I think he play him. I don't like, like I was playing mentioning New Orleans, earlier, right? No, he's playing San Francisco.
1: Oh, I'm looking at the wrong. Hold on, I'm looking at Logan.
0: Yeah, playing San Francisco.
1: I'm, I'm, I don't think I'd play him.
0: I think you play him as a mid to high end flex play. Again, there's just a lot of major wide receivers that people have been playing <laughs> mm-hmm. on by this week, and I, I wouldn't be shy. I, I feel like Michael Pittman's a good play this week. He is a wide receiver three on the season, and has had mm-hmm. a couple bad games.
1: Okay. Uh, last but not least, uh, Tyler Lockett.
0: Yes. Uh, first game with uh, Geno Smith. Not good. I believe he didn't have his first catch until the third quarter. Not bad. Lockett just seems... That that happens every once in a while with Tyler Lockett. Sometimes he just doesn't catch a pass until almost the game's over. <laughs> it's at New Orleans. You're not going to have to worry about Marshawn Lattimore. He has been very good this season. He's going to be on DK.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lockett is a... Lex play because he could still break it off but it's been a bad month it's been a bad month for Lockett and if you don't want to play him I understand it
1: yeah I mean Tyler I mean it's just been rough since week two he's just rattled off the next four games have just been garbage the thing for me with Tyler Lockett is even with Geno Smith or if they bring in a Cam Newton I just feel like DK fits more of a you know they're going to throw to him instead. Yeah. Like Tyler Lockett, well, yeah, DK Metcalf
0: is the better player by Yeah, far. but Tyler
1: Lockett is Russell's guy. It's like Randall Cobb and <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, Tyler, like Randall Cobb's only good when he's playing with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if Tyler Lockett outside of Russell Wilson if he's still going to be Tyler Lockett.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't have much of a sample size throughout history, right. but Right. we just kind of have
1: this this one game, but even with Russell Wilson the past game or a few or But uh, games
0: prior, like, it wasn't great. Yeah.
1: You know, Metcalf has really taken over um, this offense to me, so.
0: Yeah. I I understand. Would you try to trade him? No, I don't think you're going to get anything for him. You don't think so? You don't think even with the name? No. Mm. Because
1: I still think he has a lot of upside.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't trade him for nothing. That's why he's he's one of those wild card players, which is why you can throw him in your flex, because he is a guy who can go off for a 20-plus point game any week.
1: Okay. All right, you got anything else you want to add about Tyler Lockett? I love him. I know you do. But, yeah, I hate to see this. Yeah, Well, it's going to happen one way or another, right? Yeah. All right, let's go. Monster tight ends. Well, monster decisions for our tight ends. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's like the, it is close. but All right, let's talk uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, which you sneakily played this week against me,
0: and I was kind yeah, of pissed about it. Yeah, picked him up, played him. <laughs> Had a good game. Yeah. Saw six targets, caught four of them for 58 yards and a touchdown. Ever since Logan Thomas has gone down, he's just stepped into that role, seeing those targets. I don't expect Logan Thomas is not going to be back. So against Green Bay, I think you throw Ricky Seals Jones out there again. He's a low and tight end, but as Why far not, as tight man. ends go, yeah.
1: Why not? All right, let's talk Hunter Henry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Hunter Henry, this one, I mean, if you want to throw him out there, it's sketchy, like real it sketchy. Is, but you're, you're, but, it's
1: like touchdown or nothing.
0: And as far as all the Patriots pass catchers go, I might want to throw Hunter Henry out there mm-hmm. as the most. Yeah, he's three games in a row, the touchdown. He's seen decent targets for most of the season, except last week. He only saw two targets, caught both of them for 25 yards, but got in the end zone. I'm definitely playing Hunter Henry over Janu, but uh, again, it's sketchy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to play Hunter Henry as well. I mean, honestly, dude, if you're t- if you tight end scores a touchdown, like that's a good week. Yeah. So, you and, know. and it's
0: not like we're really missing any tight ends this week on bye weeks. Like Dawson Knox is going to be gone, Dalton Schultz, but outside of that, like Jared Cook, but no one real spectacular.
1: No. So, so and he's done it in the past. I mean, he's a he's a good tight end. So, yeah. not worried about. It. All right, let's move Dallas on to uh, your her. boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, if he clears the COVID list, yes, you play him. Yeah, 100%. you play him at Vegas. No he's, more Zach Ertz, thank God. Yep, he's seen way too many targets on this team. I like Goddard. Goddard should be honestly a buy low candidate. If you want to trade for him right now, if you're hurting at the tight end position, I think Goddard's a good guy to go after. Hmm,
1: sounds good. Yeah, yeah. We like Dallas Goddard. We just couldn't understand the whole like Zach Ertz thing recently, but whatever. So uh, yeah, go get him. We like him rest of the season for sure. Uh, Guy that I've been struggling with, man, is Tyler Higby. Yeah, don't play him. Yeah, let's, let's chat this guy. Him.
0: Just don't play him. I just think there's too much in the offense. There is. There is. There's just there's just way too much. Mm-hmm. And in a game where the Rams, did they even play the Giants? Like, were the Giants there or were they just people in Giants uniforms?
1: It could have just been the crowd in Giants uniforms. Yeah, yeah I don't
0: know. He saw five targets. Cut all five of them, but for 36 yards, like uh, like any tight end, he gets in the end zone, he's probably going to have a good game. But even the game, like the last game, he got in the end zone. Two catches for 14 yards and a touchdown.
1: Yeah, the touchdown's what saved him.
0: But it's still 8.4 games and half-point PPR. It's not so like a great game. So I would try and look somewhere else. Like, I'd rather play Ricky Seals Jones than Tyler Higbee. Like yeah, so because
1: I have Tyler Higbee, and I'm starting to think that I might need to start
0: uh... – Tight end streaming. Well, a guy you might want to stream over him, um, OJ Howard. If Gronk's not back out there this week against Chicago, Chicago, I like OJ Howard. He played well last week. He saw seven targets, caught all six of them for 49 yards and a touchdown and looked good for the first time in a long time. He actually saw the volume. He did something with it. But I think as soon as Gronk comes back, it's going to be Gronk as Brady's guy. So this is a Yeah, life. but
1: we've known that, you know, like OJ Howard has the talent. It's just he's mm-hmm. never been utilized
0: correctly. Yeah, no.
1: And I mean, this was the first game that I can say like this is what he should have been the whole time.
0: Yeah, the last time he had seven targets in a game was week sixteen of twenty nineteen. So Yeah, it's been year a while. Well. Almost two years ago.
1: He was hurt last year though, right?
0: Yeah. Like most of the time? Yeah, after the first month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it for tight ends.
1: Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, let's jump into our DFS picks for this week then.
0: Yeah. So one of these guys just a recurring theme, but I I'll, <laughs> he's he's p- heavily priced this week. It's Matthew Stafford, $7,100, but it's first Detroit, and I do think this means something to Stafford. I think he's going to have himself a day.
1: Yeah. Is it? It's No, it's, it's in L.A., isn't it? Mm, yes it's in the line that's uh, disappointing yeah that sucks but it still should be a good game Um, as we mentioned probably a handful of times already too Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan yes
0: $5,700 <laughs> super cheap and a week where I think you need to save for a certain position is a good way to find some savings this week
1: yeah uh yeah, we'll get into some of that a little bit later, but um, let's go to running backs.
0: We got Chubba Hubbard. Yeah, I think this is a week where you could just pay down for running backs in general. None of the, So Chubb Hubbard's our most expensive guy on this list. $6,100. He's playing the Giants again. Should good matchup. We also got Damian Harris on here, $5,700 mm-hmm. versus the Jets. I love this play. And I don't know how he got priced here. This is just I, yeah, a I, horrible mispricing, but JD McKissick going $5,000 against Green Bay. I love that price.
1: Yeah. The only worry that I have is everybody should have him in this that yeah, lineup. But, like, I mean, sometimes
0: yeah. you just got to take that free square. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be insane. Yeah. I'll let you talk about the wide receivers, but I will say I'm trying to pay up for wide receivers this week because once you get past those hiring guys, it's a lot of grossness.
1: Yeah. I think that's why we're heavily, you know, saying try and pay down maybe yes. at quarterback, pay down at wide, uh, running back. Because you're going to, with all of those big wide receivers kind of out this yes. week, you know, a lot of those, like a Deontay Johnson who's always priced low, he's gone.
0: Again, I'll just read, I'll just say him again. Just, so, we're yeah. going to be missing Stephon, all the Bills, Stephon Diggs, yep. Emmanuel Sanders, all of them. Yep. Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, the Steelers, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, the Chargers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, the Jaguars, Marvin Jones, who isn't really on a lot of those no, guys, but, tears, like, but he's been very good. He was
1: on a, he was on a championship lineup this past weekend. Well, yeah, he, came up, he was coming up a hundred yard game. Yeah. Marvin so, Jones <laughs> has been good on the season.
0: Yeah. He's just not a Mike Williams or a CD lamb or a Justin Jefferson.
1: No, but uh, that's sad, man. We got somebody getting uh strapped in. Yeah. We're also watching the football game.
0: Um, But this week
1: we got Calvin Ridley, sixty six sixty six hundred 6,600 against Miami. It wouldn't be a bad stack, man.
0: If you want to do the Ooh, Calvin gonna, Ridley, Matt Ryan, well, I'm going to add another person to that stack when we get to it. So
1: that's fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. We also got Devonta Smith, uh, 5400 against Vegas. Yeah, he
0: was like the one cheap guy that I felt good about.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's also coming off kind of a rough week, yes. but I mean, he's still t- he's to me, he's still the best wide receiver on that team
0: by oh, yeah. far. Oh yeah, Rager I- did have a great play in that game, but
1: yeah. Um, And then last but not least, paying up a little bit here for uh, DJ Moore at 7,100 against the Giants. Bounce back game. Yep. Could be. And I think, you know, a lot's going to ride on the fact that Sam Darnold, they just need to give, they just need to feed DJ Moore. Mm -hmm. Just feed him. Screw Robbie Anderson. He's gone. Just feed DJ Moore. Uh, You want to talk tight ends and add that? uh,
0: Yes. Kyle Pitts. $5,900 versus Miami. I am 100% going to have a lineup with Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, and Kyle Pitts all in there. The other tight end, Mike Gusecki. Again, I don't really understand his pricing. He's just been on a hot streak lately, and he's only $4,700 against Atlanta. I like Gusecki. Yeah, early.
1: I think I'll have two lineups this week, and I'll have...
0: Those are the only two tight ends I'm going to be putting these in any lineups yeah. at
1: all. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So let us know how you guys are doing. Um, I won money last week for sure. Uh, you said you forgot to put your lineup yeah, together. Yeah,
0: so. I actually did, which sucked. Cause
1: <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, because we, we won money. Um, but uh, if they wanted to let us know how they were doing or if they had any questions about the podcast or even Generate Health uh, where could they find us at?
0: Yeah Twitter Facebook YouTube Apple Podcasts or just the internet in general the Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monster Podcast
1: Yeah go check our channel uh, check out the channel check out our website where you can get some merch uh, we got t-shirts that are flying off the shelves don't miss out and then again don't forget Generate Health has an event coming up this week guys uh, $25 you can get a seat um, we're going to be there. Hopefully, we can get some cool attendance prizes or something as well. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, so, definitely check them out. But uh, thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode with the Fantasy Monsters. We'll catch you next week. Yeah, have a good one. me Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. I could be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten Weeping in the dark, waiting for you